first of all, thank you for talking with me. Um, I know the situation is is obviously volatile and, and hard, but I first I just would like you to introduce yourself, what you do, and kind of. Yeah, sure. Thank you very much, Kate. I'm very grateful for this opportunity to talk. Um, so I'm the co-founder of Weasel Token, an indie game developer. We're actually just a team of two people. Uh, the second co-founder is my partner, uh, Tay, uh, who also lives with me. We are a couple and we currently reside in Kyiv, which, as you know, is in quite a predicament. Um, when everything started, uh, I was working up late. It was past 4 a.m., I think, uh, and... Uh, I was just working on our game. Everyone, well, everyone else was asleep, and uh, I've heard some distant explosions and another, and I've had to wake everyone up. Um, we immediately realized what's happening because this whole situation has been looming over Ukraine for quite some months. Um, nobody really believed here that this full-out invasion would start. Uh, some people like me thought it would just be a localized conflict, like, you know, Putin just trying to take it on bus and that's it. Mm -hmm. um, most people didn't believe anything would start at all. Uh, however, around 21st of February, when Putin gave his speech and threatened us with uh, uh, this whole notion of, I'll show you the meaning of true decommunization, uh, well, at that point, I did realize that something bigger will happen and that he was serious, very serious about it. Uh, sadly, we didn't have much of a chance to evacuate or escape uh, because uh, it's just a hard thing to do with a family of four when you don't have a car, you know. Mm -hmm. um, plus, my grandmother has issues with her legs, so it would be hard on her especially. Uh, so despite realizing that these she would hit the fan. We still just had to stay here and deal with it. Uh, when everything started, we had to move to our hallway and we live here since day one uh, mm -hmm. because rooms are just too dangerous. There are windows or outer walls, so any explosion nearby would just be very risky to be nearby. And uh, it's uncomfortable, but still better than in some shelter. We've had yeah. to avoid that option as well, because again, for my grandmother and mother too, it would be difficult to stay there for a prolonged period of time. Mm -hmm. uh, we have our evacuation bags packed up, so we are ready to go at any sudden evacuation notice uh, any moment. And uh, I have even had to pack my laptop, so I am on my phone all week. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, the situation is pretty dire, but uh, honestly, everyone here, and here by here I mean the whole Ukraine, is very optimistic. Uh, many people thought we wouldn't stand a chance again, the also great Russian military, but it turns out we can still put quite a fight. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, with each day passing on, without any major cities being taken, or even if they are, they are usually getting taken back uh, rather soon, uh, with each day passing, everyone believes in our military more and more. Currently, going by the surveys, 90% uh, of Ukrainians are ready to take up arms themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, it definitely isn't going to be an easy war for Putin, and uh, yeah. we're very proud of it. What are some things that 
you want people to know that we may not be getting from, you know, our news programs or even just what we see on social media? Is there anything that, you know, you would like people to know more about? Well, honestly, Russian propaganda is the most important enemy in the whole informational war. They're just super strong and uh, very effective uh, at what they're doing. Uh, so even if uh, some disinformation comes from our side, usually it's just to, you know, boost the spirits of people here. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Russian side, it just twists everything around into and as a whole opposite situation. I have been to some Russian mass media websites just to check what their narrative is and it's quite terrible. They just take any situation and uh, try to put us in a bad light. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the start they've been portraying us as some kind of Russophobic Nazis, but that's as far from the truth as it can be. Like for example, they're saying that we're shining Russian language, but me and my family and my, all of my friends have been speaking Russian here in central Ukraine for all our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a very stupid notion that we have something against Russian language. Obviously, that doesn't make us Russians, like uh, some uh, uh, British analytic, uh, I, I think I've heard said, uh, just because you speak English, it doesn't make you British. Well, it's the same here. And uh, Sadly, Putin doesn't think that way. He thinks that we need his saving, that we need his peacekeeping. Uh, all the while, he just keeps bombing our cities. Uh, and it's terrible just how different of a picture Russians get. Tons of those people just believe everything he says. Uh, I think I've heard figures like 40% of their population just thinks that we truly are some kind of Nazis or fascists. And... Uh, we just hope that the awareness uh, is getting spread that that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, sadly, even those who do believe that we are not what they're portraying us like uh, tend to keep quiet or neutral because they're just think it's a hopeless situation and that Russians don't have a chance to fight the government at all. They're entirely you know, disheartened and think that it's time to just give up and relocate. Uh, yeah. I can mostly talk from the game development industry perspective and in the, all the chats uh, I've been a member of for a long while, there are usually a mix of people from Ukraine, Russia, Belarus, uh, basically all the Russian speaking countries. Mm-hmm. And no one's are ever differentiated people based on, based on nationality, because uh, as long as we can understand each other and we speak the same language, it's all fine. You're going to be yeah. from forever. Uh, however, currently there is a quiet apparent division between the members of those chats because while Ukrainians obviously want to keep people aware of the situation and want to talk about war because what else could we talk about right now yeah. uh, Russians just try to stay away from it they're just for the most part in the professional chats try to stay out of politics shut down conversation regarding the topic because uh, there are many chats on the internet uh, where you could discuss wars they say and uh, yeah, obviously there are, but it doesn't mean that you have to shut us down just because of it. We're trying to reach yeah. those people who are still uncertain what's happening here because there are many of those. And that's just what we want. We want to talk to them. We want to show them what's exactly happening. And uh, oftentimes we just can't get this opportunity over there. They're just mm-hmm. talking about the sanctions, about how to survive this whole SWIFT ban, and how do they get their money from Steam or foreign publishers? Yeah. 
obviously it's a problem for the, for them. We totally understand that losing your business is a very harsh affair. But hey, we are losing something more than just business here. Yeah. So they could just you know show a bit more sensitivity regarding the topic. I believe uh, many Ukrainian members of the community have talked out against it. But well, what can we do if it's a chat moderated by Russians or administrated by Russians? Sadly, that's just what we have to deal with here. Um, and when it comes to the game industry over there, and, and you, you you noted that um, a lot of it is is collective you know, from Russian speaking countries. Like, how is from the actual development side? I'm assuming like one having to be able to move at a at a moment's notice. Like you're not able to to work or do anything on 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 any sort of like gaming. But um, how? How do you think this is going to impact like the overall like games industry coming out of Ukraine and and in 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 this space and and how is it impacting you right now and in that that perspective is actually the best I can give because you know I'm no soldier I'm no some territorial defense member so actually talking about game development is the thing I'm best at currently uh, well talking about the implications of this whole situation I believe that first and foremost there will be a bit of a split in the community and it won't quite be like like it was before because uh, some people just won't forgive Russians, that's unavoidable. Uh, most people totally understand that Russians are not to blame as a whole and that it's not just the simple citizens deciding things like this. But, you know, when they're, for example, like I've mentioned, shutting us down and not even letting us talk about it, uh, obviously it will leave a bit of a scratch, you know, a scar, um, and I think that the Ukrainian community of game developers will become a bit more uh, independent, isolated, uh, whatever you may name it. Uh, obviously, it will affect the games topics that will be springing out in the future because you can just survive a war and not consider that a little experience of your life where it just influences everything you and how you think about it. Um, I'm sure that, uh, like, for example, our current project was started uh, as a way to counter pandemic and self-isolation. We just wanted to give people some meaningful experience uh, in a peaceful and cozy manner. Uh, I'm sure many games like this will also start coming out from Ukrainian developers because that's just what people need after coming out of war. Yeah, you know something to use your mind and wounds. Uh, something where you don't just constantly fight some enemies because it's not what you want to hear or see. Uh, obviously, there will be some games uh, talking about how terrible war is. It's not a new concept, but as we can clearly clearly see, it's still an important concept to show because some people are still insensitive about it, both mm-hmm. from the gaming side of the world and not. Uh, for example, I'm following a Russian mass media website covering various gaming, cinema, etc. news, and uh, quite a lot of people are just don't understand what's happening. Here they think it's just some kind of uh, peacekeeping operation by Putin. They believe that he just targets the military objects and nothing else. Uh, And they think that it will be over in a week or two and everything will be exactly like before it was. Uh, And well, obviously they need to be shown that that's not the case. yeah, so basically, I would think uh, that those are the most important uh, conclusions that we might get after the whole conflict ends, uh, isolation of our community in game dev, uh, in the whole post-USSR space, 
and the topics our games bring up. And what are some ways that I, that people outside of the Ukraine can help, you know, game developers now, you know, are there certain avenues to donate? Are there certain um, ways that they can get supplies or anything like that? Like, what are some ways that you think people over here can do to help you all over there? Yeah, definitely. For example, uh, Ryan can share with you some links I've shared with him before to donate some money to both uh, some charity funds and uh, our armed forces. Mm -hmm. That would help a lot with our defense. Uh, And, uh, for example, if you're just a gamer and want to keep playing your games, you can still help by buying some games that donate to our cause as well. For example, Mm -hmm. I remember this war of mine, a famous game just donating all of their profits currently to Ukrainian cause. Uh, Or I've heard of some games bundle on each IO. Uh, mm-hmm. It's also entirely related to this whole war and this whole madness. Uh, so even if you just want to buy a game, you might just want to see some games that donate a part of or a whole of the profits uh, to us. Recently, there have been a few statements from games companies coming out. And I was wondering if, is this something you, you want to see more of? Or is, I mean, is it, how does that impact things? Yeah, yeah, I totally want to see more of that because it's clear that it at least influences the usual the common people because mm-hmm. uh, normally they stay out of it. For example, uh, that website I mentioned uh, is full of people who just think that, oh, hey, we still have our game, so it's fine. We don't need to get into politics. It doesn't matter to us. Yeah. Uh, well, it started mattering to them once Steam blocked payments in Russian rubles. And yeah. uh, I've heard that today CDPR and uh, Bluebird's team just uh, do call up their games uh, of the sale in Russia. So once they get more isolated in such normal ways, like just not getting some movies like the new Batman or not getting some games, they might realize that it's a very massive problem. That's issue. That's issue for them as well, because yeah. they should be aware that. Obviously, while they're not the ones given the order to attack, they're still people of the government. They should be dictating what their government is doing, not the other way around. And currently, they just don't believe that the thing. They they think that their their whole state is such an oppressive uh, police dictator that uh, even if they go for some protests, they'll just be arrested. Well, yeah, yeah, they could, obviously, and they say that they think it's too risky or too dangerous. Well, back in 2014, people died here in Ukraine while protesting against Yanukovych. So, yeah, it's always a risk, and we understand that it's scary. But, hey, living under that dictator is even worse, isn't it? Yeah, those are really all the questions I have. Is there anything else you would like to share, um, either about Weasel Token, your experience, um, anything? Mm. I would say nothing specific. Uh, Usually I just address the gamers, but I've kind of did it already. (laughs) I'll just say that uh, uh, game developers usually try to enrich gamers' life, like help them through some harsh experiences. And developers over here are having those harsh experiences right now. So we would really appreciate any support or kindness that gamers could give us. Just, you know, paying attention to who is making the game or donating to charity or just even buying games of local developers. Every little bit helps. 
Okay, awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Alex.